Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. I'm Obert. And I'm Dana. Oh, hey. Welcome to the Whoa. podcast. I am, I am surprised you're here. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've already hey. done that joke at least twice. Did I? Oh, okay. No. Well, what are you... Oh, she just wants to... She wants to become famous. Um, and mm-hmm. no better place to do that than this podcast right, right here. Well, yeah, you're just riding my coattails to fame. <laughs> viral, viral podcast, hit podcast, picking up with friends, uh, blowing up. Uh, Welcome all our new listeners. We get thousands each week. <laughs> don't worry, uh, I'll have all my my links somewhere. Yeah, don't worry. She she's she won't. She's not on every episode. If you're new here, she's not on every. <laughs> don't let me deter you. Ha- yeah, hashtag right. wife of the pod. Chris's wife Dana. Yes. Oh, okay. She probably should have said that. Yeah, the old ball and chain. That's me. That's what they call me. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, we still have some uh, recuperating uh, co-hosts between um, Tud and New Tud. <laughs> they're, they're both still on the mend. So uh, here we go. Instead of having just me and Obert, you have my wife as well. Dana, how, how, wishes. how healthy are you feeling? Are you recuperating <laughs> feeling, or are you okay? I'm feeling extra healthy. Good. Oh, yeah, that's so. right. I got vaccinated for not COVID today, so I'm ready to go. Right. You don't want the Bill Gates microchips, et cetera, in your bloodstream, right? <laughs> right, right? You got to make sure you let people know it wasn't for COVID. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> the regular vaccines are fine, just not the yeah. COVID ones. That's where the microchips are. <laughs> obviously, but no chicken pox for me either, so okay, that's we're good. good to go. Yeah, I, we were talking about that before recording. I... Uh, I'm very surprised that you did not have chicken pox growing up. Yeah, I've got no immunity. Well, I do now, today, started. So that's exciting. Hopefully I don't feel like garbage tomorrow. Do you have to get two shots of the chicken pox? I do. Hmm. In eight or more weeks, I go back. Interesting. That's mm-hmm. a long time. Eight weeks, yeah, I wouldn't trust months. it if I was you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I had to wait till Lucas got his chicken pox vaccine before I could get mine because it's like a little bit live. Okay. So you could have given it to Luke. If I got it before he had had it. Oh, but they don't care about you. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, the baby could have it and infect you, but not the other way around. That makes sense. So you're like one five hundredth of a percent chicken right now, I think is what I'm saying. That's what that means. Yeah. Yeah. So there might be some clucking, but just that's okay. I also ate like a dozen wings for dinner, so I'm also one five hundredth of a percent chicken. That was us yesterday. We we made wings again. That's going to be my handle again <laughs> for the third week in a row. Uh, that wing re- recipe is so good. <laughs> Every week now. That's you it get for the rest a, of the time. A lot of use out of the air fryer, huh? Oh, we use it all the time. I, I used it today to make uh, the kids lunch slash me tots. And uh, it was really, it's it. I love it. We use it all the time. It's great. So what, uh, what seasonings do you do on the wings? Like, like. I know you did the whole handle, but like, do you do hot wings? Do you do sweet wings? Barbecue? What do you do? Um, so we we have like a now that we're wing connoisseurs, <laughs> we have like a bunch of different sauces, uh, including like a couple types of barbecue sauce, like a sweet and smoky, and like a hot and uh, sweet and sp- uh, spicy tangy one, and then just the like Asian a, zing. Asian zing. Oh, that's a good one. That's I got a good one. Garlic parm. That one's not as good. I like uh, that one. But. Uh, then, then, you know, the regular seasonings are just like, you know, onion powder, garlic powder, all that fun stuff. I put hot red, uh, crushed red pepper because it gives a little kick. It's pretty good. 
So, but not Asian for zing, wings. Just regular kick. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> ba- the base kick. Gotcha. And then the Asian zing builds on top of it. Yeah. Um, but they're they're pretty darn good. But uh, I'm I'm telling you, we're excited. Well, at least sort of excited because uh, we're going to be in Connecticut next week. Oh, that's right. That's yes, very exciting. Yes. So. So many good places. We've been th- all. I, I swear, all we talk about is like what food we want to eat when we're in Connecticut. <laughs> well, I already know what Chris wants, but I want to know what Dana. Like, what are you craving most when you're back? So I'm gonna be out for my birthday. So uh, we're getting. That's seafood. right. Dana's turning 21 this year. Yeah. <laughs> so, Chris. Uh, Chris married a gold digger, younger wife. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I uh, am very looking forward to any and all seafood. But I think like the restaurant is Ichiban. Good, good Chinese food. I can get mm. some sushi that's decent. And it's like 13 minutes from where we're staying. So That is nice. Do you have like a go-to seafood place? Like lobster? Or what are you, what are you thinking? Just the sushi? Uh, no, I definitely want like maybe a lobster roll. Or really anything, because we're just a little too far away from the ocean here. Mm-hmm. And you don't have that like good New England Some lobster and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That good New England shellfish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically the shellfish, I guess. So you're not. There's no beer you're excited for, Dana. Or we're we leaving that in Chris's department. I actually there's there's one beer, um, libation propaganda. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Outer light. Mm-hmm. Great brewery. Yeah, there's like a million beers that I want to I want to go to. Um, and we were we were talking the other day about something about me going out and getting drunk at night or something. No, mm-hmm. I remember that distinctly. Yeah, I was that there was too. Actually... I was part of that conversation. That's how I remember it. Went. <laughs> Dana's no, like, please we go about... get drunk. <laughs> Leave me with the kids. <laughs> we were talking about Asheville. For that scenario. No, I think it rolled over, though. I think it was like a... No. What, what's that, like, all for one and one for all kind of scenario? <laughs> this is not what I remember. I, I like, distinctly remember you saying, oh, you can go out. Like, if you don't come back for a few days, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But just make sure we have a car to drive home, whatever. I'm I, pretty sure I said I'd leave you behind. Yeah, no, but... I have the keys. I remember you saying, have the keys. Yeah, that's two different sides of the conversation. Chris heard, as long as I have a ride, I'm okay. Data heard, I would leave you behind. Yeah, I think that's more or less how it went down. No, I don't. I don't. Eh, we'll have to play the tape. We'll play the tape back. Uh, oh, man. Now, I was, just, I was just with our good friend Kyle, who we were in Asheville together with last time we were, oh, we yes. were all there. Yes, uh, the infamous Asheville. That Kyle, yep. That Kyle. <laughs> and, of of uh, legend. Of legend. <laughs> he, um, he flew out of here like less than half an hour ago. I dropped him off at the airport. So, And now we're podcasting. But, uh, That's it. How was, how was the visit? Did you guys have some fun? I think I saw oh, some yeah. text pictures going around. We had a good time. I uh, took Kyle and his wife Molly up a mountain. Uh, they had really bad weather. Like... The worst that you can have when you come to Montana is cloudy weather. They had like smoke, smoky and cloudy and not a lot of visibility, but we made the most of it for sure. Uh, spent a lot of time drinking and playing cards, which you can't go wrong with that, that combo. That's like my favorite. Yeah, it's always fun. So, well, that's cool. I'm glad that they had a good time. And yeah. Despite, in, despite the weather. Despite exactly. The, did, did you take them on that little walk that Todd did? 
that one, whatever one that one was? I took them on a, think a little bit more I'll, I'll, similar intensity, just different. I'll say okay. that. Uh, okay. Yeah, it was. They had a good time. It was definitely. I don't. I don't disappoint my visitors. I make sure that they leave exhilarated. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> Come visit Montana. Ober will make sure you're satisfied. Yeah. Make sure that that's you're challenged. New slogan. Uh-huh. That's, that's Montana's new slogan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on the state legislature to get that one. Montana, changed. Obert will satisfy you. Uh huh. <laughs> I mean, if that doesn't bring in the tourists, I don't know what would. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know what that translate into, translates to in Latin to get that on our state flag, but we're working on that mm. too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that actually reminds me, just real quick. Have you watched the show Yellowstone at all? I have not. It's a big Montana show, though. Montana's okay, yeah. like, I don't know how authentic a representation of Montana Yellowstone actually is. <laughs> so there was well, no no spoilers, but there was okay. a po- there was a point where they were talking about condo complexes, and one of the main characters goes, "Who wants to live in a condo in Montana?" And I was like, "I gotta send this to over." That's that's me. I live in a condo in Montana. <laughs> It was just really funny. Like, yeah. Oh, but thanks to Ober, I knew one of the cities that they talked about. So there we go. Fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. see? We it's have... beautiful. I, I only watched the first 20, 15 minutes of an episode. Just enough to hear it make fun of Ober. Not enough to yeah. make it a handle, or else I would have saved it till the end of the show. <laughs> if anyone's making, making Yellowstone a handle, it would be me. So. <laughs> I got dibs on any Montana related TV show handles. Oh, Any Montana-related okay. handles at all? Actually, I have dibs on. Fair. <laughs> Over it gets them. Oh man. Well, all of this. No, talking don't do it. What? <laughs> what? Dana, what are you drinking tonight? <laughs> it's making me thirsty. <laughs> I actually wanted to compliment you on a transition you had in one of your episodes. Like, a what one was it? Was it now. about? You didn't use that. It was just like a nice. Did it start smooth... with two words that said "speaking of"? Because <laughs> I can't no. imagine Chris transitioning any other way. I'll go back and look. I don't remember, but I was impressed, and I almost said it in the Discord. So you should have. Yeah, but then go I was back busy. and praise me right now. <laughs> we'll, we'll pause. We have time. We'll wait. Well, yeah. <laughs> so can, anyway, can we play it through the microphone. This um, beer is brought to you by. Um, you, Dana. that Chris doesn't want to drink. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because that's what Chris pulls out of his fridge for me. Um, you would like, I, I'm pretty sure you bought that, and I'm pretty sure you bought it because you thought you would like it. It sounds like something I would do. So this Or I didn't realize it had coconut in it. One of the two <laughs> is what happened. I mean, it's called beer. Coco Loco. I thought it was like <laughs> hot cocoa. Yeah, no. you thought there's an A in there, but there's only <laughs> C's and O's. Well, you, I don't know. It would look weird if it was Coco A, Loco A. <laughs> <laughs> Coca Loca. <laughs> TM, TM, TM. Um, so this is from Noda Brewing Company. It's a porter brewed with cocoa nibs and coconut. So it does have cocoa in it. So yeah, okay. it's half right. Okay. There's just a and... lowercase A at the end of all the all caps. <laughs> Coco. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh 6.2% alcohol. I can't open this right now. It's sweating. It's been out of the fridge for a little bit, so it should be porter temp. Too cold for that? It's a little cold, but that's okay. It's from Noda Brewing Company. I don't know if you mentioned that, which is out of Charlotte. She did. I don't know what Noda is that like N O D A or Yes. What is that all about? What's their it's, deal? It's like it's like 
you've seen How I Met Your Mother, right? Mm-hmm. It's like Taoist su- 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 uh, treat plant. Um, yeah, downwind of the sewer treatment plant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did not catch that reference. It's a neighborhood in Charlotte. North Davidson. Ah, that's pretty easy. <laughs> not nearly as complicated as Dawes to Tripla. But. No. It's not, but it's the same the same the same thing. Uh, but anyways, yes, that's what uh No Da Brewing Company is. And uh it's actually kind of like a a more hippie, trendy part of Charlotte. So well, if you don't even know what it stands for, I have to assume it's trendy. Yes, <laughs> that's true. I'm, I'm not if Chris doesn't to. understand it, it must be trendier than, <laughs> yeah. than he can handle. It's it's less than 33 years old. Yeah. You have to be at least this young to go into Noda. But. All right. Mm-hmm. So this is good. I like this. It's um, definitely a porter. It's not as like thick as a stout would be. I get a lot of coconut. Which normally, because I like coconut, it's hard for me to taste. And then Chris tries some, and he's like, this is all coconut. Well, he'll like cocoa butt, but... It's cocoa butt. And then definitely the, get the chocolate in there, the cocoa. Really smooth, like no bitterness. It's like right up my alley. So what you're saying is it would be way too much coconut for Chris. Yeah, he's about to tell you. I get no coconut on the nose taste. That's for Oh, yeah, sure. I didn't do the nose taste. It's, uh, it's just straight, like... Cocoa. Uh. Wow. It's not bad, actually. They do a really good job of uh, blending the cocoa uh, with the uh, with the cocoa. <laughs> um, it, there is still some uh, like a definite coconut flavor, but it's not as overpowering as like what Dana's saying. So I'm not sure if if she's drunk. No, <laughs> no. But it's it's it, they do a really good job of blending the two, where it's not super overpowering one way or the other. It is a bit. It is smooth. I do get a bitterness on the end though. Um, but it's not bad, honestly, for, I, I wasn't expecting to actually in, halfway enjoy it. So See, maybe I'm, once I'm torn because Chris is the beer expert and Dana's the coconut expert. So I don't know who to believe. <laughs> I got one thing going for me. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's well balanced. It's like, it's not like if you handed this to me and told me to have it, I don't know if I would have been able to pick out the flavors. I would have just been like, Oh, it's a good Porter. And I wonder because it's 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 warmer than I thought it was, but maybe if it gets a little bit warmer, I, it, I'd be able to pick it up a little bit more. But like if I would have ordered this in a bar, or if someone would ah, have this beer, I probably would have drank it and not complained too much about it. So <laughs> okay, that's a, interesting. That's a pretty pretty good uh, pretty good touchstone there. So normally I'd complain about it. Not you. Nope. Not to not to anybody that matters, just to the people around me to ruin their time. <laughs> uh, but I uh, would get this again, though. I like it. So I have it up here on Untapped. Uh, they say this is a little, this is kind of fun. the uh, The subtle bitterness of chocolate is balanced by a sweet organic toasted coconut, perfect to pair with food or just enjoy alone. So go nuts! You'll be glad you did. And it's the 2012 Great American Beer Festival Silver Medal winner. Oh, or I'm okay. assuming. Coconuts porters or something. I don't know. 24,800 check-ins, which is Shoo. insane. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Well, what would you, what would you give it on? Did you give it on? I didn't untap it. I didn't think you did. It. Yeah. Um, it's pretty high for me. I'm torn between like a four and a four, two, five. I'm going to go four, two, five. So I would definitely order this. Like I would go, I wouldn't go like out of my way, out of my way. But if it was somewhere I was buying beer, I would buy this. Okay. So that's my rating. What was it again? <laughs> I think I missed it. Four, 
425. 425, okay. Four yeah. two five. I wasn't supposed to be a 425, which way we landed on that, but. Oh. Okay. I might have skipped that. I might have missed it. So All right. you gave it a four and a quarter. What do you think the other uh, 25,000 people who rated the spear averaged out to be? Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of, lot of check-ins. Um, I think it's pretty high, though, still. I'm not sure if it breaks four, though. I also don't know a lot of their other beers. And I feel like that, like how much hype around this one. Um, I'm going to say 4.03. That's a good guess. I was going to guess 4.01. Okay. Well, both a little high. Okay. Uh, okay. Because it's a 3.81. Oh, yeah. dang. You're on the board, think... though. Yeah, on the board. I don't Ooh. I don't think that there's a lot of hop hype around Noda. Um, I have had some of their other stuff that's been pretty decent their ipas are pretty good they do the was it radio haze i think it is you probably see it in the you see it in the store every once in a while but um but yeah i think that's them and their ipas are generally pretty good but yeah they have the radio haze um 3.90 on that one and a hop drop and roll seems to be where they're one of the most popular beers it's just a typical ipa with a 3.98 so mm. yeah you're right i don't see a lot on here that people are going uh what was it? Cuckoo for Cocoa Loco. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. That's what they say. I feel like this is a brewery that you can find their beer really easily, too. So that, I think, kind of makes it a little less special for people. Yeah. Right. No, that's 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 for sure. Because um, they, they distribute very far in, in Carolina. So I get that. I get the impression that they're just like an okay large microbrew that won't offend anybody they're just beers i'm okay with that you need those yes you do okay so dana who uh who's drinking next here i get to pick sure you're the guest (laughs) well i'm definitely not picking chris so over you go okay that process of elimination (laughs) i wonder who's going next i know (laughs) back to dana i got my beer here and it's one that i'm excited for but uh, we'll see it's the brewery is called uh, New Hokkaido. They are out of Bozeman, and it's their Yamabiko Rice Lager. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I think they're out of Bozeman. I'm going to double-check that. It is brewed and canned by New Hokkaido Beverage Company out of Bozeman, Montana, featuring rice from Hokkaido, Japan. It's a phantom brewery everywhere and nowhere. So it sounds like it's one of those contract brew type of places. Right. Uh, which is very strange to have in Bozeman. I've never seen these guys before. It's kind of a weird uh, psychedelic can oh. with uh, weird dogs? rabbit E-T? animals. E.T. Dogs. Dog <laughs> rabbits. I don't know. <laughs> but it's a brewery I've never had before. Um, very excited to bring them on the podcast. I don't. I just cannot get excited for a rice lager, though. Like, am I just really, very, very excited to open a can of Budweiser right now? I don't know. Yeah, I just think of sake. Yeah, that's, rice. What, that's what jumped mm-hmm. to mind for me. Yeah, not a big fan of most of the sake I've ever had. Yeah, but to be fair, that's usually squirted into my mouth from the hibachi cook. That's the only way. To, that's the only way to drink sake, as far as well, I, I was going to say on the. <laughs> If there was an untapped for sake being squirted into my mouth by hibachi chef, like automatically bumps it a full one point higher, you know? <laughs> yeah, I it's think the that's only the... serving style available. Yeah, 
<laughs> you were checking in on that. Squirted yeah. in his mouth. What Check. about the little guy that pees, the sake? Does that That's... bump it down? <laughs> <laughs> no, that only gets it only goes up a half. No, not a full oh, okay. point. Yeah. <laughs> we should go to Hibachi when we're in Connecticut. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love Hibachi. I went to Hibachi for the first time um, since I moved to Montana, I think, about a uh, little less than a month ago. Um, you know, not to be racist, but the hibachi chef was a white guy. And uh, I don't think he had been to Japan to be, like, trained in the, the hibachi arts. I just felt like I got a very um, – he didn't, he didn't have the technique down. He didn't have the okay. – he didn't have the, the uh, flinging technique, which is if you're going to master any part of it, you got to be able to fling – the vegetables he also was flinging he was also flinging broccoli which is like oh no get out of here with that no. i don't know what you're doing uh the only thing he really had down was the uh, the volcano that he had the volcano um he dropped I feel his like we he, could do that right he dropped his silverware while he was doing the opening cling clanging oh no, oh, no. Yeah. you don't even have to do anything you just have to move quick and make it look like you're doing something exactly clanks yeah yeah but yeah, he was wow. like a probably like late forties, early fifties white guy, and I was like, <laughs> maybe this was his dream, and he I, left the corporate world and chased after it. I think if that was true, he would have been better at it. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was oh, just no. like a chef that got this job. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, um, but anyway, that's my that's my story with a with a non a non Asian hibachi chef that left me disappointed. We'll see if I think this. That also reminds me of a "How I Met Your Mother" <laughs> sketch. <laughs> I was thinking about that the entire time I was there too. Apparently, you need to tell your guests to watch a few episodes before they come on, so they remember these references. Yeah, I know. Uh, new, right? new prerequisite: you have to have watched all of "How I Met Your Mother" within the last six months. Uh, to be, this is my, it's, oh, that's my handle. <laughs> <laughs> the entire show. All of it. Okay, so this is... You never know. How about the new one? 100% Chris-approved head right here. Oh, wow. So thick, so long-lasting. And this is (laughs) SRM1 beer. This is the least SRM you can have and not be a seltzer, I think. It looks like pee. It does. It looks like like Bud Light Light. It looks like pee if you drank a gallon of water in the last hour. It's very light pee. Okay, is, a gallon is, of water today. I'll say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that sounds better. Yeah. It's not clear, but it's just a tinge of yellow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, this this head isn't going anywhere. It's lasting. Nope. Lasting got, all day. Yeah. Can't stop, won't stop. Just like the faintest aroma of beer. Just barely <laughs> smells like beer on this nose. Not not much. I'm expecting a very crisp, very clean taste. Let's uh, Let's find out. Okay, this has more flavor than I was expecting. I'll say that for sure. That's good. Definitely, a, you get the rice-based lager, rem, very reminiscent of a Bud Light, but I feel like Bud Light has that inherent skunkiness that this does yeah. a really good job of filtering out. This actually tastes like rice, which mm. is weird. <laughs> it has more of a malt character without being uh, too robust. I don't know what the right word is, but it's you get you get some more hardiness, but it's... It's much more of like, it's like a rice flavor, not like a wheat or a barley flavor. Mm. I don't know. Um, I guess Sapporo Sapporo, Sapporo is probably the most equivalent beer to this. This tastes better than that. 
um, like I said, just cleaner, crisper. It's a very crisp beer. doesn't leave a lot on the palate once you're done drinking it. I feel like this beer is like the rice noodle to like regular spaghetti. It's a good analogy. Yeah. <laughs> I think if Sapporo is like a ramen noodle, this is like fancy ramen noodles. <laughs> <laughs> Sapporo is the, the like top ramen. This okay. is like you went to a nice ramen shop and got some ramen noodles from it. Oh. Yeah. Um, and even that list of the ingredients. That's nice. Water, yeast, malted barley, hops, Hokkaido rice. I don't know. I don't know what, what more I can really say about this other than uh, it's a very crisp rice, rice lager. Different than most beers we've had on the show. I can say that for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know. It sounds like it'd be good. Like after a hot day, like, I don't know, just. Yeah, know. we we say that a lot about beers. We do, but I mean, <laughs> I guess beer's just good after a hot day. Yeah. Maybe, was, maybe that's the key. I was going to ask, would you have this again? Yeah, I think I think this is the the only one I have in my fridge right now. Um, I don't know if I would reach for it on the shelf if I saw it again, but there might be certain times and places that I would want to have it paired well with a uh, hibachi. If I was up to hibachi and this was on tap, yeah, for sure. It's a good uh, compliment, you know, Japanese food, Asian food in general. This beer would go pretty well with that, I think. But it's a little, I don't want to say too light, but there's not not a lot there. Not I don't reach for a beer like this that often, especially not during the uh, the tail end of October Festapalooza, where I'm mm-hmm. starting to go towards the, the heartier beers. Right. And um, this is actually my third beer today, so <laughs> I'm already... I'm I'm ready for something with a little bit more flavor, you know? Mm. Not that this is a bad beer. I don't mean to knock it. Um, if you're someone who's just starting your craft beer journey, this might be a good one to pick up. To be like, okay, I see why people like beer, you know? It's not such a powerful flavor, but um, if you like mild things, if your idea of like a good, a good snack is just a plate of white rice, <laughs> you'd love this beer. <laughs> It's made for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Um, but yeah, so all that being said, I, I struggle with rate this because it's a well done, very well done for the style, but it's not personally my favorite. Um, if I was just rating this on the rice lager scale, we're talking over a four. If this is just like, wow. if wow. this is just like blindfolded, you're handed a beer in a red solo cup that I don't know what it is. I'd be like, this is like a three and a quarter. So, those two things averaged out. I I'm feeling like three seven fives a fair rating. Okay, okay. So there are two hundred and twenty seven ratings on Untapped. So yeah, I don't know. Tell you to be honest, I don't even think I'm gonna get inside of Dana on this one because this could be anywhere. You know, with my me talking about how I would rate the style for the style versus how I would rate it. Just blindly, and this being somewhere in between, I don't know what Untapped is going to say. I don't think they're going to think it's a four, though. I think they're going to think it's like a three point eight zero. Oh, very close, very close. Really, three point eight three. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Dang. So you were right up in there. You were right up in there. Okay. Very, very nicely done. Yeah. So apparently, a lot of people thought. I'm not going to beat Data. Right. <laughs> I guess I was. You know, there's some beers you're really confident on. This one, I was like. Yeah, I don't know where not. I don't know where people are gonna come down. A bit of a shot in the dark. Yeah. Sorry, Dana. I'll leave the uh, underlined D on the board <laughs> in memoriam for next time. Next time you're on the podcast. I don't know. I offer all the time. 
when you need a filler and Chris is like, Meh. no, I mean, there's just, you know, such a long list of people that are, that are clamoring to get on the podcast. Yeah. I wouldn't say need a filler. I would, I would say, uh, an esteemed guest. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. Yeah, we don't we don't ever need a filler. We just are honored to include esteemed guests, right? Of which you are today, and you're always welcome. Whenever we are uh, we are a man of our usual co-hosts down, you're always welcome, Dana. Uh, we'll uh, we'll vote on it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll vote on your it. Uh, your resume has been considered. We'll, uh, <laughs> I'm going to start crashing recordings. Seven, seven to ten business days. <laughs> well, that's like our usual joke with our, with our guests is that they're always crashing our recordings. But you, yep. you'd be the only one who actually could, who could just show up <laughs> and be like, let me, let me rate this beer. I'm here. <laughs> I'm going to rate this Cadbury chocolate. Well, yes. She got mad at me because she, I was in the middle of recording a podcast and she's all like, and she gets all huffy puffy. I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what's, I don't know what's you happening. You were holding the chocolate. Yeah, because it was talking was, about it, it ta- about talk- how melty it's, it is. It's not. It's not a visual. There's no. You didn't need to hold it. I needed to hold it. It was. It, you could have just passed it over. And to then me. I tried to give it to you, and you're like, I don't want it anymore. So <laughs> I was like, okay. So I ate it all. No, you didn't, because I would have been really, really mad. <laughs> did you think it was better than the American version? I did, honestly. It was so much like like that. What is it called? The milk something bar? Dairy milk? Scooby-Doo. I think it was called dairy milk. And the one from the UK was so much creamier. And that's already like okay. a pretty creamy chocolate bar for us. But like it, it was like night and day difference. That's what I said. I don't well, know if you listened to the episode. What did you What did you rate it on, on Unwrapped? I didn't catch the Unwrapped score. Uh, but what was you your unwrapped last score? Week's episode? How is she even on this podcast right now? She hasn't even. She's not even caught up. Well, I was listening to it from the living room when you were recording it, but I missed some oh. stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you mean the other two thirds of the podcast? <laughs> or I guess other half. You had yeah. half the conversation last week. <laughs> um, but honestly, like, I don't know if I could go back to a regular dairy milk Cadbury chocolate bar after you heard it here. One. First, folks, Dana's swearing off chocolate unless it comes from overseas. Absolutely not what I said. <laughs> I don't remember this for whatever we're fighting over candy. <laughs> whatever there's candy to be You don't think she could ever eat chocolate again unless it's British. So. I got connections. Cadbury, if you're listening, I will still eat your chocolate no matter where it comes from. <laughs> well, I know you'll eat Cadbury's chocolate, but will you uh, drink someone's beer for us tonight? Yes, I will also do that. Two things I'm good at, eating chocolate and drinking beer. <laughs> the rest is all up for deliberation, I guess. <laughs> See, this is why this won't work, because I can't easily get to my fridge. Uh, Chris eats chocolate and drinks beer, and he's all out of chocolate. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <clears throat> oh, man. Okay, so I am uh, kind of stepping back into the roots of the podcast uh, with a... Uh, well, okay. So this is an I. It's called an Island IPA, um, which it's from a, a brewery that we went to in Cornelius, North Carolina, called Lost Worlds Brewing Company, and it's Equator IPA. So um, it's it, they say it's an Island IPA. Now, to be fair, I I have drank this beer. I've not checked it in on tap, but I have drank this beer before. I don't know what the difference is between an. 
<laughs> I don't know why there's a split of an island IPA, but um, you mean like it's supposed to like a tropical IPA? I, I mean, maybe that's what they mean, but it doesn't even. Uh, Equator is the beer of commitment. There is a whole thing. The story behind Equator IPA is right on the can. It's okay. almost like it's meant for it. So let's hear your good voice acting. <clears throat> December 31st, 1899. At, I'm going for uh, uh, a beer dad. Uh, <laughs> at precisely midnight, Captain Phillips purposefully navigated his ship, the SS Warimo, to a point straddling the equator and the international dateline. For a moment, his ship existed in two centuries, two seasons, two different years at the same time. Equator, I, equator Island IPA is the beer of commitment. It, it heralds those lucid moments when you plot a course for your next adventure. Cheers. So that's actually kind of a really cool, uh, really cool little backstory. Um, and it does have a little ship um, on it. I don't know if that is the equator. No idea. Or the, but, uh, what's the name of the ship? The uh, oh, oh, the SS Barimo. Barimo? Warimo. Warimo. W-A-R-R-I-M-O. But that's kind of neat. Um, so let's see. Need Dana to open that one for you. Yeah. This is gonna be a heady one, y'all. Ooh, look at that head. Got a decent amount of head on this. That um, head would last for two different centuries and two different seasons. I tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. It is over the top of the glass for you at home. We're we're big meniscus fans here on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, one thing I'll point out, you can't really see it too much over the webcam. It is, it is, uh, like your typical, well, it, it's, it's a very light, lightly colored, like a, like an orangey, almost yellow orange. It's got, it looks like like it's got a pale haze going. It does. Very hazy. Very, very hazy. Um, Very, very hazy, but it's not like one of those dark orange juice boys that you see all the time. Oh, I got some on my nose. Smelling the head, um, I do get quite a bit of um, tropical notes. So, uh, which I mean, I think we to to be expected from an island IPA, I guess. Um, I can't really tell from the head, but I'm gonna say pineapple because I always say pineapple, but it's probably not pineapple. <laughs> but, some kind of island fruit. Some kind of island fruit, coconut maybe. Um, but no, I'm excited to get into this. Like I said, I've, I have had at least one of these before. Um, so, uh, but here we go for the podcast, officially having one. Okay. Okay. All right. This is pretty good. Definitely get some of those tropical notes. Um, not pineapple. Uh, tangerine more so than anything else. Oh, wow. Um, and I only say that because it's 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 got like a nice bitterness on the front that I enjoy. Um, it's not too bad. You might, I mean, it's worth taking a sip. Um, but I get a, a pretty heavy bitterness up front, and then um, it kind of gets uh, pushes through towards the middle, and then like s- sweetens up ever so slightly at the end with some of those tropical notes. Um, I mean, it's it's really good. Um, you know, clean f- clean finish, uh, nothing too crazy there. Um, but it, I get a heavy amount of bitterness at the front. Yeah. Okay. Being conferring with with dana (laughs) i will say though i don't mind the bitterness in the front nearly as much as at the end of a beer like that's the last thing i want to taste when it ends bitter right and and that's and that's what this thing does it it, it'll hit you with the bitters and then it and then it's it hits you again like you get the to me it's like a tangerine and bitterness up front and then it, it hits you again with tropical notes on the back um but i mean i could drink that it would not be a choice of mine but if someone was like here's this 
free beer, I would totally drink it. Right. The one thing I'll say is it's it's very light bodied too. Yeah. It, it's very. Uh, it's not as thick as some of the other IPAs, and I know uh, it's actually kind of like a nice little a nice little break um, from these heavy lactose beers. I know we talk about them all the time, but and I do love them, but uh, you can tell that this is just a straight up IPA. Um, well, it's a hazy IPA, but it doesn't have a lot of those adjuncts, additives, things like that. Um, cause it, it is a very, it's very light on the palate. So, um, but it's good. I really, uh, you know, I, I saw fun, fun fact about Lost Worlds is, uh, I knew that I knew of their existence, obviously, but, uh, at work, everybody's got stickers on their laptops and stuff. And, uh, some guy had a Lost Worlds brewing sticker on their laptop and I was like, Oh, have you been to Have you been to Lost Worlds? Like, is it good? And he's like, Oh, it's a great spot. Like, I don't really drink my drink beer, but my my wife does, and blah blah blah. So after that, I was like, Okay, we've got to go, <laughs> and uh, we just ended up wandering our way down there, and it was a pretty pretty awesome little spot. Uh, some really good beer, um, and uh, definitely go back. the 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 Lost Worlds sign kind of looks like it was out of Jurassic Park, even though it's not. Like, I don't know, or the sequel maybe. <laughs> Yeah, maybe the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, I I don't know. As someone who's very into beer, I would not put a sticker of a brewery on my work laptop. But Same. it's <laughs> weird. It's weird that he was like not into the beer, but liked the place enough to put a sticker on his laptop. But what did what did you think of it, Dana? Yeah, I mean, I don't like bitter in my beer at all. But this is the first time that it was really didn't finish bitter that I remember for something that was bitter. I don't know if that makes any sense, but moving on. Um, so I actually don't hate it, but again, I wouldn't seek it out or anything, but it does have a lot of those tropical notes, but it's not sweet at all. Um, and it is like light. It wasn't like heavy or thick or anything. So um, definitely didn't hate it. So that's good. And when we went to the brewery, I really liked that it wasn't, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love an old warehouse conversion for a brewery but it was cool because it was actually like themed like it had like wicker chairs and like i don't know just it was very very modern yeah yeah um it almost looked like is this a chain or something like it didn't look like a one-off brewery Um, very put together yes it had that modern wicker look <laughs> so all the all the, the new style, the new range is that wicker. Everyone's going for that. Wicker. Yeah. I love wicker. Wicker wicker's back, y'all. Yeah. Uh, it's called cottage core. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it's a it's a solid beer though. I'm gonna give it a three seven five. Um I mean it's not the best beer that I had from them, but it's a it was a solid take home beer. So um nice, light, easy drinker, nothing too crazy. Okay, so not a lot of check-ins here. 568 check-ins. What are you, um, what are you thinking? All right, I don't think it's going to break the four barrier, but I think it'll be close. Um, and this is, a, this is what popped into my head. I don't know why. 395 is what, uh, what popped in my head. Not quite. Damn. Yeah, it's uh, pretty low, actually, with a 3.67. Oh, I wow. was thinking 375 neighborhood, okay. so... Okay, I was. Uh, I'm a little. I'm clearly surprised, even though I gave it not. <laughs> my my actual guess was not that far off, but uh, okay. It I did just, not. Uh, it sounds like there's just not a lot of flavor in it, you know. Uh, I mean, I. It's not as fancy as some of the other beers, but there's definitely flavor in it. Okay, maybe just, yeah, just, maybe I misinterpreted that, but yeah, just it's it's just not it's not fancy. It's not fancy. People are used to these milkshake whamajamas, you kids and your milkshakes and lactoses. You don't, you don't care about the regular beers. 
I wouldn't call that a regular beer. A regular. This is regular now. This is popular. Are they are they a new brewery or have they been around for a while? Because there's I don't like going through Untapped. I don't see a single beer on their list with more than a thousand check-ins. I think the highest one they have is seven hundred thirty-four. So I will say they are like in a strip mall, so I don't think they attract a lot of like hop heads. Mm -hmm. Like the people that are going there probably don't have Untapped as much. You disagree? It seemed like they're a little more like commercialized, a little more like. Oh. I don't know. I just you're in a one of the beer state biggest That's beer true. states in the United States in one of the biggest, well, the biggest city. And I don't know. Yeah, it seems like either way, Untapped is wrong. It seems like Untapped kind of agrees with what Dana's saying about it just being like you know strip mall beer. They do have one that breaks with a 4.0 as that's their Schwartz beer, but uh, for the most part, okay. it seems like. Untapped isn't in love with them, but okay. it could be well, new. I, I hope they 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 experiment, go with a little bit more bold styles, because I think that's that's what Untapped seems to like the most. Yeah, I I would have to look them up because I'm really uh, I'm really not sure. I'm not sure. So um, maybe they are new. Mm. Uh, July 2020. Okay. Pandemic so brewery. Open, yeah. Pand- so like that baby. explains a lot. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. Good. Well, they have they have they have some. Some growing up to do, but I yeah. think if this is if this is your beer when you're just starting out, though, yeah, not bad. It's true, and all their customers have lost their sense of smell and taste, so that explains <laughs> the low ratings. <laughs> Tastes like nothing. They zero call, zero stars. They call their uh, year-round beers their base camp beers, which I enjoy the theme. There. Okay, that's fun. So we were talking about it, and uh, we have uh, it, we mentioned it in a little bit, like when we. Uh, and uh, we have someone who wasn't born in the darkness of beer, like, like me and Obert, but, um, you know, we always talk about, and like, I always try and think of, and I hear from, I hear people at work when I'm, when I'm like, oh, I like beer and they're like, oh, I hate beer. Um, so as like, so like what, what kind of beers would you recommend as an ex beer hater <laughs> to some of these folks that like, or like, what would you search out? Like, as I always tell people, I'm like, you just haven't had the right beer. Like that's what that's always my always my response is you just Chris haven't is, had the right beer yet. Chris is the gatekeeper. He wants to know what the gateway beers are. Yeah, yeah. What's the gateway beers? As yeah. someone who, who didn't really like beer well, uh, when I met you <laughs> ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, no, I think um I think there's a kind of a couple things. Like the first part is the only beers that I knew of were Budweiser, Bud Light, Coors Light. Yeah. Keystone, like not great beers. Right. <laughs> um, and the only time that I would drink those was when I didn't probably need to drink anything at that point. So another issue with me and beer. Um, but when we were new in our relationship, we hadn't been together too long yet. We had got up to Vermont because mm-hmm. you had started getting into beer. I don't even think I was really trying that many of your tasters at that point. Um, but the beer for me... Was libation propaganda. Okay. That was my turning point beer where I was like, I could like beer. This is an amazing coffee stout. Generally, beers that don't taste like beer. So they're not bitter. They're not like, they taste fruity or coffee, like super smooth. Like those are the beers that I usually still need one of those before I can have something a little bit like more 
beery. Right. Okay. So it sounds like as long as you can't taste like the hops or the malt or the yeast, <laughs> that's kind of the key to get into. But like, beer. I also really like sip of sunshine. Right. So like, which is juicy, but it's not like the most juicy. No, it's not too juicy. <laughs> it's pretty close though. Um, it's pretty close. What else? Oh, and like more recently, I started getting into sours, fruited sours, which I hated sour beer for a really long time, too. So just kind of giving yourself like a lot of places, especially if they're not busy, will give you a tiny taste of beer. So, you know, asking what they think you should try that they have on tap and getting that little sample would be a good place to start as well. Yeah, I like and, and you know, as someone who who loves beer like i just i want everybody to drink it with me like i think that's i think that's what it is and uh you know that it's so many people oh i don't like it oh, i don't like it oh, i don't like it. i'm like there you you do you do you just don't know it yet you just haven't found it yet but there's thousands and thousands of beers so i figured i'd uh, ask someone who i've already converted once <laughs> to see <laughs> well what would you say chris if someone said that to you about like red wine like you like red so, wine, you just haven't found the right red wine. So actually, uh, like, and c- this kind of points into the fact, that, like, of what uh, Dana was just saying. Some of it is just beating up your taste buds until you like it. Yeah. <laughs> like we all remember our first Coors Light or Bud Light. Like it wasn't good. Like you know, like I remember trying but a Coors Light when I was twenty-one or whatever, and I was like, this thing, this is not very good. Like, <laughs> what is this? Um, and now I now I can drink Coors Light, but uh, so but like there have been more recently uh, red wines that we've gone out and I'm like and I'll try them and I'm like okay that's not that bad you know like so I don't know if it's just like my palate's coming around to it or whatever it may be because I'm I, I am generally not the biggest red wine fan um, unless it's like what sweet in a slushy or something <laughs> yeah you don't <laughs> like, like a those, nice dry red wine it's not for you not real not normally but like. Even even before, even like less dry red wines, I'd still be like, no, this tastes like poopy. Um, but now I can I can stomach I can have some of those and like some of them are actually pretty good. I'm not on uncorked or vivino or whatever it is. <laughs> uncorked, um, I think is what it's, what it's uncorked, called. Yeah, I, th- I think it's uncorked. Yeah, I think yeah. I got, it, got it in one. Um, I'm not on that app yet. Or actually, I think I am, but I haven't checked anything in like four years. So. Um, but you know, I think I think some of it is is just repetition, and then some of it is just finding the right one. So, sounds uh, like the same thing is true, probably true for beer haters. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that I've been drinking more red wine since we've had kids because I don't have to worry about it getting warm. Mm. Right. So if you have to step away for a minute, it's just as good when I get back. That is handy. <laughs> or going flat, right there. You don't have to worry about that either. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Or cats drinking it. <laughs> well, oh, that might happen. <laughs> Apparently, we have a drunk cat. <laughs> yeah. Do you know they sell wine for cats? Oh yeah, we sell it at work. <laughs> do you uh, do you ever bring some home for like a cat party? It's it's called a oh, <laughs> cat party. It's like I think there's they they have like really funny puns to it, like cat Bernay or something yeah. like that. And well, that's uh, the obvious one, I guess. Yeah, and there's a few other ones that are pretty good too, but meow low or something. Oh yeah, meow low. Yep. (laughs) So, um, but no, I never bring any home. That would be stealing. (laughs) Oh, they don't just let you like take a bottle of of Cabernet down (laughs) home. 
I got you guys this beautiful cat Bernay. It's a, tw- it's a 2021 edition. I think we should. I think we should have cat wine on this podcast. I think we need to review cat wine. I think um, that could be a Patreon exclusive oh. with video. Yeah, I like that sound do, of that. Do we have to drink the cat wine or can the, do the cats drink the I cat I think wine? if you own a cat, you can make your cat drink it. But if you don't own a cat, you have to Over drink it yourself. Wait, hang on. How did this turn into the one person who doesn't have a cat has to drink the wine? I don't get this. <laughs> I think it'd be good. I think, there's, I think there's wine for dogs, too. There you go. I think, I think, I think, well, there's, we, I think there's both. We do know that there's the, the dog... Bush light, I think that they okay. make, which I've been keeping my eye out for. I haven't. I don't think it's in stock on their website yet, but I do want to okay. get the. Do- I'm imagining that dog beer just has like carbonated chicken broth, but I'm not I've sure. Seen breweries serve like a beer, a pup brew, which is like broth before. Oh yeah, I don't remember where, but I've seen that. Mm. I would drink carbonated chicken broth. I wouldn't do twelve ounces of it, but <laughs> I'd try it. I mean, it probably wouldn't be that bad. It's like a cold cup of. Co- Salty chicken stuff. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, I don't see that didn't sound good. <laughs> Again, I'll do I'll do a sip. If you gave me a shot glass <laughs> of that or clamato, uh, I would do the the dog beer. So yeah, it's, it's like well, I know I don't like the second one, so I yeah. might as well drink the dog beer. Right. Who knows? Could be good. Have you ever had a bacon strip? Come on now. I haven't. <laughs> dogs dogs don't know it is a bacon. I yeah, tried we to got do a it. shot not that long ago. Like a shot, shot of, of alcohol? Yeah. Like was a shot it for of pets or for humans? It was a real <laughs> shot of tequila. Was it yellow? <laughs> <laughs> it, did, it almost didn't end well. I, I, I think I did a shot in Discord once or maybe on stream. I can't remember. I did a, I've done a shot more recently than I thought, but uh, it, was not, it wasn't smart. Just never <laughs> yeah. is. You're doing shots of... Uh, it might have been for bur- New Year's. In bur- the bird vodka. So. <laughs> yeah i don't know wouldn't that be... just be sky vodka Ooh, there you go <laughs> i did it <laughs> probably no. kill your kill your birds with that eight, but eight 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 eight, <laughs> eight. <laughs> that's my but uh, we... uh but yeah you're making me realize now that this is probably the longest i've ever gone without having a shot since i turned 18 <laughs> yeah i was at a bachelorette party and it was night number two we went out to eat and people were buying the table rounds of shots and i was like all right like i can do one and i almost couldn't so then i whenever people were buying us rounds of shots i'd be like something fruity and easy like nothing straight (laughs) and it went a lot better (laughs) were you the only one who couldn't handle your shots dana there were a few people that didn't even do them. Okay. So I tried. Middle of the pack. What, That's what, what I learned from what I learned from the stories about this bachelorette party is that bachelor parties are way better. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, like, people don't turn down shots at bachelor parties. Then you, <laughs> then you end up drunk on the beach. I am imagining that, like, when I die and go to heaven, uh, where I'm sure I will end up. Uh, that uh, <laughs> it's just one continuous bachelor party. So <laughs> that's what. <I'm... laughs> See, the thing is, Sunday was the shower. Mm. Okay. Okay. So, this sounds like, like a scheduling problem. It was, it was problem. a long game. Yeah. Mm. It was a long game. You know, you had to plan accordingly. The only person that puked all weekend was the bride. So there you that's go. Success. Else wasn't drinking. <laughs> that's <laughs> also I remember from from Chris's bachelor party. He was the only one who puked. So mm-hmm. mm. good job, me. 
Good job, um, bachelor party attendees, of, of pressuring you to drink too much. So yeah, <laughs> it was it was that coin game. I suck at that coin game. Apparently quarters. You, yeah, that one. Oh, I thought you were talking about like pinball or something where you had to put quarters in. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not that one. But anyways, I thought it was chug them all. Was what did you in? But I mean, that was where the night ended. But uh, no, it's it it was it was downhill way before then. Yeah. I don't know. We'll never remember. I won't. Nope. At least. Nope. So. Nope. <laughs> Me neither. But anyway, it's time, I think. You know, I got to apologize. I need to apologize to Jordan. Uh, it's been brought to my attention that last week, the Frosty Mug of Wisdom song was not played. Uh, and I, Jordan, I'm sorry that, uh, <laughs> that, we, that we skipped your song. I know we, we never had a contractual agreement to play it anyway. But uh, <laughs> people complained. There was uproar about not hearing... The uh, Mortal Kombat Frosty Mug of Wisdom theme song. So here it is in its entirety. Um, Jordan, take it away. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Mug of Wisdom! Mug of wisdom. Finish up the Hey, Jordan, thank you. Wreck My Podcast. Check him out. Uh, again, as always, that song means it's time for the Frosty Mug of Wisdom, where we take our 300 mug out of the freezer. We fill it up with life advice, wisdom, wisdom, stuff you should care about or have in your life. Uh, and I am man of the people this week. That's right. It's time. I almost, you know, I forgot the song last week. I almost forgot the tally this week, but I will not. Oh, no. Here we go. I'm catching up, Chris. Yeah, I know. Look at you. It's it is it is becoming a game. It is becoming an actual contest now. I was I'm not gonna lie. I was hoping I was gonna be able to pull within one tonight. Yeah. So for those of you following along at home, uh, Todd has eleven with an asterisk. Two asterisks. <laughs> yeah. You could say twelve with two asterisks. It's somewhere between those two numbers. Um, Chris is in second place with nine, and I'm I'm hot on the heels with seven. So hot over summer. That's right. (laughs) That's what they say. No, you know what they say: honk, 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 honk. Man of the people, Obert, Dana, you're our guest. Would you care to uh, enlighten us with your handle for this week? Yeah, I think I have a good one. I asked Chris if you, we had done this one, and he said no. So he also couldn't remember what it was. So I feel pretty good about it. So this one's going to hit you right in the nostalgia. And this site is called oldgamesdownload.com. Sounds legit. <laughs> so um, it was a while ago now. I was into the playing The Sims. It's 
my favorite game probably. And I really wanted to play the Sims one and I was able to download it from this site for free and play it. And it was pretty awesome. I played it once and never played it again. But if there is an old game that you used to play, you know, from the floppy disk, from the CD, from whatever, you could probably find it on this website and download it and relive your childhood memories. And you so, won't get a virus. It's actually like pretty legitimate. Like I, I've had a lot of people say good things. I did a little bit of research on it before I ruined Chris's computer. I did not ruin his computer. So um, I'm not going to say it's completely safe, but I mean, look at Zoo Tycoon Marine Mania. Like who wouldn't want to play that? <laughs> um, so, you know, download at your own risk, but it does seem to be legitimate. It gives you instructions on how to download stuff. Um, and yeah, I, well, uh, I'll tell you this. If you type old games and then the letter D into uh, Google, it, it's the first thing that pops up. So it's gotta be, legit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, it's legit. At that point. Yeah. I, I do remember when we set that up, um, you there, because the games are old, I'll give this disclaimer. Sometimes you do have to do some configurations on your computer to make it, to get them to play. But, uh, I think it gives you the instructions for the most part. Yeah and walks you through it but uh but yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of cool stuff on here i mean some of it is like learning like now i'm reading yeah like games you played in school um but yeah so if there's a childhood game that's an n64 game they have emulator games on here now too or maybe they always have legitimacy of this has gone down a little bit but (laughs) but it's still pretty cool what's like old game you remember over i want to look it up oh i want to play SimCity 2000 i bet that's in here Let's find out. Riveting podcast content. Oh, yeah. It's there. Oh, man. Legoland is on here. I love that game. So is Spot's Busy Day. I mean, what more could you ask for? What's... Like, the original Doom is probably on here. Probably. My Horse Farm, which has a little sticker on it. It says the the tycoon game for horse lovers. So, (laughs) if you played My Horse Farm, let me know. Oh, every Sims 1 expansion pack... I think The Sims 2 is on there, too, but we didn't download those. Monster Rancher. There's a lot of good stuff. Yeah, so if you're feeling nostalgic and you want to play an old game, that's my handle. Nice. I like it. It's a good handle. Um, All right, I think I'll go next. Um, So, yeah, as I alluded to here a little break, the uh, the scores on the whiteboard that aren't Frosty Mug related are related to the card game of Spades. Oh. oh yeah have you guys have you guys ever played spades before i feel like i have but i don't think i'd remember the rules i don't i don't believe i have no but it's a game i've always won either that or same thing i played it like once yeah so, I don't remember how to play. so it was described to me years ago as like eh, it's you know like the hearts but not as good blah 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 um i downloaded an app called cardgames.io which has like you know 20 or 30 card games on it and uh one of them was spades and i i learned learned the rules and i'm not going to explain the, all the rules to you guys but check out cardgames.io it's a great app for single player games they have a lot of solitaire games and this one has like ai opponents but it's a it's a four person trick taking game it's kind of like hearts where you deal out the entire deck there's 13 tricks and you have a partner that you sit across from so it's a two on two game it's like pitch where you bid on how many tricks you're going to take. Okay. Um, yeah. So 
So there's 13 tricks, so you want to bid. Okay, if you think you have a really good hand, you're going to take like, you know, over a quarter of the tricks, and then your partner gets to bid as well. So you have to, you and your partner have to hit that combined bid. Okay. Um, so I like the fact that it combines the best part of, of bidding games and trick-taking games. Um, and you have a partner. There's, there's Trump suits. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, I played it three times, I think, with, with Kyle when he was here. We had a lot of fun. It was you sit up way too late every night playing, <laughs> playing uh, spades. And it's a great, it's a great four-person game. But you gotta have somebody who knows how to play. So download cardgames.io on your iPhone. I think, assuming you can find the same thing on your Android phone, um, it's free, no ads. You know, there's a billion, there's like thirty-something games on there. Oh but, wow! But play spades. It's fun. It's easy to learn. Like after a full game, you'll be like. I got it. I got it figured out. It's um, it's always it's always good to have. It's always good to have a deck of cards and to just bust it out and be like, let's play a game. So two I handles in one. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm a big fan of setback as well. So I'm sure I'd really enjoy that. Oh, you would absolutely love it. D- yeah, this would be a fun one for you. Uh, I don't know if your kids are quite old enough yet, but <laughs> at a certain we'll point, at a certain point, you'll just be able to crush them every every time you play. So. <laughs> and setback for those of you that maybe cultured is known as pitch so <laughs> you're the only person i know that calls it pitch well two out of three people in this podcast call it pitch. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, our right. audience may know it is either i'm not yeah, gonna true. i'm not gonna you know alienate any of our audience i well, i will I'm not yeah. afraid of it i'm not a, i'm not afraid if of you it. call it if you call it setback unsubscribe <laughs> <laughs> I hope you never listen again. Done. <laughs> oh, that's that's cool. It sounds like a fun game. I love those those kind. Of, I mean, I played many uh, hands of hearts and and pitch with with you over. So yeah, um, yeah, big. Uh, so I have to I have to learn myself how to play spades. Last thing I'll say about it is this: the one thing that I really like is there's like a shooting the moon type of bid where if you bid zero, you have to take zero tricks, and like the whole strategy gets reversed. Where you're like oh. trying to give away your tricks and you don't want to be stuck with one, so it's that's that's more fun advanced play for sure. But okay, um, nice. Yeah. Okay, huh. so last handle of the night, Chris. Um, what do you got for us? All right, so I have a website um, that I recently ordered something from, and uh, I will say, Obert, I don't think you're going to get a lot of use out of this website, unfortunately. Um, but for those of you that are blind, like myself. Or like Dana, um, there is a uh, there is a website that you can use to get uh, prescription eyeglasses, sunglasses, and uh, things, and they're uh, pretty well priced, pretty easily priced. Um, and I recently bought myself a pair of sunglasses because I lost mine somewhere, probably in, somewhere in between Connecticut and North Carolina. So, or yeah, so somewhere in that space. If you if you find a pair of Ray Bans, they're mine. Um, but uh, so I, I went on and I ordered myself a pair of sunglasses with, you know, mirrored lenses and blue light tint and all that stuff. And it cost me like 40 bucks versus uh, going to like uh, an eye doctor and spending a couple hundred bucks on all that fun stuff. Um, and that is uh, it's called Zenny Optical. I'm sure you've maybe heard of it. Maybe not. But those of us with perfect vision have never heard this. So, (laughs) (laughs) and some of you with imperfect vision may be like, yes, 
beer dad, uh, Chris, you know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, but, uh, it, it, you know, there's a lot of different styles and you can go like there are some uh, styles that are a little bit more expensive, but you can get like basic frames with the glasses with uh, with lenses for like as little as like 15 or 20 bucks. So uh, and uh, it's very useful. Uh, the, the ones I got, I got like a pair of aviators with mirrored lenses and my in their prescription and all that stuff. Uh, blue light blocking, blah, blah, blah. And it, like I said, it cost me like 40 or 50 bucks. Um, comparative to like 150 to 200 bucks if I were to go to like uh, uh, lens crafters or what have you. So uh, if you're blind and you're looking to pick up an extra set of glasses, check it out. We'll put a little link in the show notes. Um, but yeah, I'll definitely be probably ordering uh, another pair or two in the near future to get more get more uh, style. I'm, I am a bit of a fashionista, as we know, so uh, true. Try, try and get more style. <laughs> Plus, I, out. I think the more glasses you have, the better your vision gets. I think I heard that once. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you can stack them. Right. They're, they're stackable bonuses, unlike, uh, unlike you know some other things. Uh, and that's Z-E-N-N-I-Optical.com. Oh, I'm glad you spelled that out, because would, that would have been low on my guest list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... Very cool. Well, I will never check them out, but I'm sure maybe someone in our audience will. So, <laughs> I mean, they do just have regular blue light glasses. There you go. Protect protect those eyes from all the blue. Yeah, Evil blue. Oh, I'm doing fine. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Thirty some odd years of blue hasn't yeah. done me in yet. All right. Well, thank you all for listening, um, Dana. Thank you for coming on and filling in this week. Uh, esteemed, honored guest, wife of the podcast, Dana. Um, where can we find you, Dana? Um, here. <laughs> find you here. Yep. <laughs> you can find me when Chris allows me to be on the podcast. Because when he opens that basement door, you, you crawl up <laughs> the stairs. More or less. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for having me today, though. I don't do anything fun except for... I'm building a spa in The Sims right now. That's yeah. That's we, I we heard about The Sims. The Sims sounds like a lot of fun. So it's uh, it's my obsession at the moment. Yeah, she made me buy a whole new laptop. I did not. <laughs> yeah, well, has... the whole extra monitor I think was for her. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know. She's ridiculous, but that's absolutely garbage. Lies. <laughs> by the way, I stand by that monitor, you guys. Tud was Tud was poking fun at it in the text messages that you can't see, but <laughs> but I stand by it. So <laughs> nice. Um, is speaking of monitors, is the um, baby monitor being picked up on uh, Audacity? I have it off. No, it's it's turned off. The volume's all the way off. What do I keep hearing? It sounds like rhythmic breathing. Me, I don't know. Okay, it's stop I hear now. A cicada. So I don't know. Yeah, okay, that's what that is. Okay. Yeah, it's a cicada. <laughs> okay. <laughs> also, though, um, I was sitting here playing The Sims one day, and you had left a stream up in the background, and I didn't know it, and it was a sleeping stream. So it took me way too long to figure out that I was listening to someone breathing <laughs> quietly in the background. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> like, it was, like, rated, you know, to that point. Yeah, yeah, But, yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. was like, I swear, like, I hear someone sleeping. Like, what is that noise? Like, my Sims aren't... Is there someone sleeping in my Sim house? Like, and then I finally, like, saw, like, on the backdrop, it was, like, a sleeping stream. And it was Who just watches breathing. that? I, there were people in the chat. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, it's crazy. Like, I don't understand. Twitch, I, I don't get. 
even though yeah, I've been like, doing it for two years. Anybody else here it. can't fall asleep? Like, is that <laughs> kind of what the chat like, is? Or like, I mean, maybe if you were used to sleeping, like sharing a bed with someone and you were newly alone, you pulled up their stream to like help you drift off. I don't know. But it was... I don't know. I was very creeped out when I realized I was listening to Some someone sleep is, for like a long time. It, it, to me, that's creep. I'm, that's creepy. I'm sorry. If you're watching someone's stream, <laughs> this might be a polarizing opinion. <laughs> Apparently, I'm, that's what I'm about today. If you're watching people uh, sleep on Twitch, stop. Just stop it. Twitch yeah, it was this, very weird. Twitch there's, doesn't need that kind of money. There's recorded videos on YouTube. Go there. Yeah, instead. go watch sleepy people on YouTube like the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay well anyway um like we said thank you all for listening uh we want to thank people who provided uh today's beers which i never go first except for this week which is uh new hokkaido with their yamabiko rice lager i'd like to thank lost worlds brewing for their equator island ipa and i would like to thank noda brewing coco loco porter all right, and um, check us out on Instagram. Check us out on Discord. Uh, we also are present on the other social medias, but we love it when you engage on those two platforms specifically. Uh, and also, also speaking of engaging, we love it when you send us emails, dawfpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we haven't had any good ones in a while. Chris's mail uh, mountain has run empty. <laughs> but, um, that's what mountains do yep we've we've mined we've mined all the mail out of the mountains. that's exactly what we did but you know we're coming up on we're coming up on Oktoberfest, which i'm excited about we're coming up on um wait. when's the two year wait 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 hold on actually i was just thinking that i'm like we this might be our three year anniversary right now today wait oh god um hold on it was. I mean, Todd was doing a draft the first episode, so. Yeah, so we're, this might be happy, happy three-year anniversary, guys. We made it, probably. guys. Three years of podcasts. For those the only, of uh, the only podcast to ever do it. Uh huh. It's true. No one's ever made it three years before. Remember our anniversary? Like two days after. The first one posted nine five eighteen. So not only that, we are we we missed it. Well, no, because last week was before. No, oh, you're right. We're... We did miss it. We did yeah. miss it. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Good job. Uh, well, so we'll celebrate. We'll celebrate three years next of week. podcasting, but we we couldn't celebrate without Todd. Right. So yes, yes. yes that's what it is. So, so we're postponing it. When he comes back, we're gonna have uh, a it great October Festapalooza by then. October Festapalooza three year anniversary bash. Pumpkin beers. We have a lot to celebrate. Eventually, we're going to be doing pet pet alcohol. So <laughs> Chris is going to get that shipped to us. I think. I was going to say we get twenty percent off. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll, send, I'll send you some dog dog something. Dog beer, cat wine. It's going to be a party. <laughs> um, Let us know what kind of food popcorn eats because it's free shipping if it's fifty dollars or more. $50. There we go. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, th- those of you who've been listening for three years, thank you. Yeah, we'll oh uh, we'll give it's you a crazy. more official thank you when we have all of the uh, the regular co-host back. Yeah, but, uh, and this and and just so you know, this was the plan the whole time that we totally remembered and knew about. So exactly, obviously, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, wow, crazy three years. 
But yeah, tell us yeah. what you were doing three years ago on that email or anything you've done <laughs> yeah. in the last three years that what you want us to talk about ago? on the podcast. How many pillows do you use? Uh, <laughs> and uh, But also, just make sure if you're uh, listening on iTunes or whatever player you use, make sure you give us five stars. Give us five stars. It makes a big difference. Leave a review. If you leave a review, we may read it with our own two eyes. Like this one. I, I don't know. I don't have <laughs> and maybe even on the podcast. Hold on. Like this one. Like this one from hashtag mom of the pod. Cinderbell01. Love listening. You guys make me laugh. Love that you all are such great friends. Hashtag mom of the pod. So that is, of course, Tud's mom. So, but thank you, Tud's mom, for listening for three years. Aww. Yeah. yeah. Aww. Okay, so with that, my name's Obert. My name's Chris. And I'm Dana. And remember, when you're drinking alone, do it with friends. You're nice. Yay! Thank you for drinking alone with us tonight, Dana. Thanks for having me. It's hot over here. It is hot. I can hear the cicadas in the background. The cicadas are very aggressive here. They're very loud. I I honestly, I haven't heard many until right now. (laughs) And now it's all I hear.